Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady. Where people who aren't employees get mistaken as employees by Karens. And seriously, all it takes is a similar color shirt to what employees wear. And to a Karen, you automatically work at Walmart. My friends, strap yourselves in because it's going to be another wild ride today. I hope you enjoy the stories today and do remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. So it finally happened. I finally met my first Karen after 19 years. Now I've met many people with a Karen haircut before, but they've all been nice. But not this time. So I work at a well-known corner shop in the UK. We also have a well-known sandwich shop as a part of our shop. Now, they have a fancy coffee machine that makes lattes and all the fancy coffee, so we tend to use that to get tea or coffee. Sometimes they'll offer to make one for us. In the mornings, there's usually one person making sandwiches and we always have two on our side, one supervisor and one sales assistant. Well, on this one morning, I was behind the sandwich shop counter making myself a cup of tea because I hate coffee, and only I know how to make tea on the machine. The person who runs the sandwich shop was out in the warehouse sorting their delivery when all of a sudden a Karen comes in and she catches me. I have my back turned to her, minding my own business. Now, bear in mind, our uniforms are completely different. Our uniforms are black with our company name. And there's this green with a hat with our company name on the front of the shirt in huge letters. Karen says, excuse me. I turn around smiling and said, yes, hello, I'll be over there in a sec. Now, I did assume that she was a customer for my side. Karen then says to me, make me a latte and a cappuccino to go. I told her, oh, I'm sorry, I'm afraid I can't do that. I don't work here. I'm just making myself a drink. Now, any normal customer would have just been like, hmm, that's odd. I'll ask where the employee who works here is, but not Karen. Karen says, but you're using the machine and you're behind the counter, so you can just make my drinks. At that, I say, no, I'm sorry, I really don't know how to make any drinks you want, and I don't work for the sandwich shop, I work for the corner shop. Look, my uniform says so, pointing to the company logo on my shirt. At this, Karen says, listen, I don't care, you're behind the counter so you can make the drinks. Now at this point, I'm kind of getting fed up, I'm tired, and it's way too early to be dealing with this. I tell the woman, I was just making myself a cup of tea before my shift, if you give me a second, I can buzz up the real employee so she can make your drinks. At this point, Karen raises her voice at me and says, No, you're behind the counter. Don't lie to me. I just saw you use that machine, so you know how to use it. Why are you being so difficult? I tell her, Look, I'm not lying to you, and I don't appreciate you talking to me like that. I begin to walk towards the door to go to my side of the shop with my tea, and Karen screams, Don't you dare walk away from a customer. Now, by this point, I've had enough, so I carry on walking to my side when she grabs my arm, making me spill my tea all over both of us. Great, now I'll have to clean that up. I ignore her and keep walking and immediately buzz my supervisor up. Karen's still having a go at me and screaming about how I threw my tea all over her. Luckily, the supervisor finally heard the commotion and he comes running over and says, What's the problem here? Karen says, I tried to get help from this employee here and she ignored me. 
When I went to ask her again to please make me a drink, she threw her drink on me. Look, it's burnt me. She then proceeds to show the supervisor where the tea landed on her arm. I tell him, what? No, that's not true. I was making myself a drink and I explained to her that I couldn't make her drink for her. When I said that, she got all mad and she grabbed me, making me spill my drink. Go watch the cameras. Now at the mention of cameras, Karen does look a little scared, but she keeps her story. Supervisor goes and looks at the cameras, and I go back behind the till to serve other customers, while Karen stood quietly by the door. I'm surprised she didn't try and leave. The supervisor then comes back out, and he proceeds to ban Karen for laying her hands on me. She was fuming, but ultimately she left when the supervisor threatened to call the police for assault. I now have the satisfaction of seeing her face plastered on the wall of shame every time I work. Guys, I find it so funny how a lot of the times Karens completely forget about the cameras in the store. I'm actually surprised too that she didn't leave when Opie mentioned the cameras. It's also a shame that that cup of tea went to waste though. I love this comment right here. This person says, So given that this was in the UK, you're perfectly within your rights to have this reported to police as it's assault. First, for the assault, but mainly for the crime of wasting good tea. She needs to be punished. So a little bit of backstory about me so you can get an idea of my mindset. I'm a bartender on weekends, and I'm a university student on weekdays. I've also worked retail for six years, and I often go autopilot when I'm tired. Also, if you've never paid close attention to a longtime bartender before, we're pretty good at what we do, and we do like to show off when we're mixing. My uniform is a long white shirt, a blue vest, and black slacks. It's not the most comfortable uniform, so I often bring a t-shirt and boardies to change into afterwards. That's me in a nutshell. So on Saturday afternoon, it's packed. Absolutely bonkers because of a football match. I don't remember who was playing. Now, the beer was flowing, the cheers are merry, and the roars are loud. Being a spirit mixer, I'm mixing a whole bunch of rums for a party of 10. So I yank the bottle of rum off the top shelf, tossing the empty one in the recycle bin, and I spin the top off. Now, that's not the smartest thing that I've ever done in a six-hour shift, as I proceeded to spill about five shots worth of rum on the hem of my shirt, as well as my pants. At this, I sigh but shrug. I then finish my shift and silently thank past me for packing a change of clothes. Well, the t-shirt, at least. Fantastic. The t-shirt I packed was a deep blue, with a decal on the front of a winged fox that read, I don't give a flying fox. Tossing my rum-soaked top in the bag, I change and leave. I was planning on going to the local store where I used to work to get some more things, and then go home. So while browsing the confectionery aisle, I feel a presence behind me. Thinking it's someone trying to see what's past me, I mutter an apology and I step sideways. While I'm grabbing the box of chocolates, the person behind me coughs in an excuse me manner. I then say to her, oh, I'm sorry. At this, I step further aside. I then feel a tap on my shoulder. I turn around to see a walking nest of bleached hair and sunglasses that could make a fly jealous. I immediately knew it was a Karen. She says, Excuse me, can you help me? Now at this point, I'm almost in autopilot and the presence of this Karen flicks the switch. And I said, Yeah, uh, what do you need? Now at this, Karen is shocked. She says, Hey, you shouldn't use such a tone with a customer. Where are the light bulbs? Now I'm thinking to myself, obviously not in this aisle. I then say to her, I don't know, electrical? That way, I think? I then gesture in the general direction of homewares and electrical goods. Karen's hands then shoot to her hips. She's tapping her foot. I stand there like a numpty, wondering what on earth she's doing. She then says to me, well, aren't you gonna take me there? I tell her no, and she proceeds to throw her hands in the air saying, 
Well, I never. The service here is so terrible. Why are you even employed if you're not helping customers? The woman then leans in to jab a finger at me, and I instinctively rock backwards, and she says, You need to take me there. And me, finally suppressing six years of customer service, says, Lady, I don't... She interrupts me and says, I don't care what excuse you have. You... It was at this point she stops, and I notice her nostrils flare. She then says, Are you drunk? At work? Where's your manager? Before I could get another word out of my mouth, she screams, You are drunk. All this yelling brought an actual employee over. Let's call him Slim. Slim says, Hey, what's going on? Karen says, How can you let an employee be drunk here? Are you the manager? At this, Slim says, No, ma'am, he's not. Karen interrupts Slim, and she says she only wants to speak to a manager right now. Slim turns on his heel, and he smartly walks over to the PA, calling our floor manager to confectionery. He wimps out, though, and he stays at the registers while my old manager wanders over. Before my old manager can get three words out, Karen shrieks, You need to fire this drunk idiot! The manager looks at me, looks at my flying fox t-shirts, my rum-smelling slacks, and my blank expression, and she says to Karen, Miss, he hasn't worked here for years. Karen says, Yes, he does. Look at him. Stop protecting his drunk ass. It was at this point the manager tells her to calm down, and Karen says, I won't calm down until you fire him. How dare you let a drunk serve me? Look at him. It seems she actually took the time to look at my outfit this time. She sees a shirt that's borderline offensive, yet cute, at the same time. And her face flushes pink, and she flicks her hair in annoyance. She then says to us, Excuse me, I'm late for an appointment. She then pushes past the manager and I, and she leaves the store. Manager watches her leave before giving me a sideways glance. I shake my head slowly, and just wave it away. Dumb customers was something I dealt with at least once a week as a cashier. At least she decided to leave with whatever dignity she still had after realizing her mistake, right? Unlike this woman in the next story, guys. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So the next story was submitted by a guy named Yash, and it's such a crazy encounter with the Karen guys. Okay, so this story took place years ago, back in 2003. I was only 30 years old at the time, and I was at my local Walmart after work one day. I had told this story to one of my coworkers, who suggested that I send you this email. Anyways, my wife had gotten me to stop by Walmart after work, to pick up a few things for dinner. Now, I do want to note that on this day, I was working as a software engineer. So I was wearing jeans, dress shoes, a nice dark navy polo, and a lanyard around my neck with a work ID. So I guess I could have been mistaken for a manager of some sort. I don't know. 
Thinking back, I should have totally stuck that ID into my pocket. Now, back then, I had no idea that these people were called Karens. To me, this was just a delusional woman who was off her meds. So on one hot summer day in July, I guess I got to meet what you kids nowadays call a mega Karen, who happened to be completely bonkers. Stay with me. On this day, I was in the frozen food aisle, looking for some frozen lasagna, when out of the corner of my eye, a woman who looked to be in her 80s was in a wheelchair. She was trying to reach a frozen McCain cake on the middle shelf in the freezer. Now, I offered to help her, of course, as I wasn't going to turn away from an elder needing help. So I grab her the cake, she thanks me, and she goes on her way. I then grab my lasagna, and I was going to check out, when all of a sudden, I hear, Hey, now that you're done helping her, come help me get this off the top shelf. Now, I do continue walking along whistling to myself when this woman screams, Hey, I'm talking to you. Don't ignore me. At this point, I turn around to see an older woman, maybe in her mid-50s, standing there with her arms crossed and she looks upset at me. I then look at her and say, Excuse me? Karen says, Yeah, I need help grabbing something off the top shelf. I tell her, I'm sorry, you're asking the wrong person, I'm not an employee. She says, Listen, I know you're the manager and it's not your job to help people find things, but I saw you help that old lady, so you have to help me. Now, at this point, I'm thinking to myself, oh, she must think I'm the manager of the store by the way I dress. I then tell her, oh, you're you're mistaken. I'm not an employee of Walmart's. I'm just shopping like you are. The woman then begs me to go help her grab the item she wanted. Now, at this point, a lot of people might have walked off, but I'm about six foot five, and I decided, hey, why not? She's a short woman, so maybe I'll walk her to where it is, grab her whatever she wants from the top shelf, and then be on my way home. Quick and easy, right? Wrong. I follow Karen to the outdoor section, where she then proceeds to ask me to grab a huge box from the top shelf. She looks at me and says, Okay, I need you to go get a ladder or whatever you use to grab that box off the top shelf for me. I then say to her, Whoa, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. I thought I was helping you reach something higher up. I had no idea I need a ladder. You're going to have to find an actual employee to do that. After I said this, something then flips in her brain, and she looks at me and says, Well, then go get an effing ladder. How did you become a store manager if you're so stupid? Now, when she said this, I immediately start walking away. I told her I'm not helping her, that I'm going to pay for my lasagna and go home. I'm walking off while she's screaming insults at me that she's going to call corporates and get me fired. At the time, I then made the mistake of saying, Hey, I'm not an employee. Even if I was, you talking to me like this makes me not want to help you even more. The delusional Karen then says, Listen, it's already bad enough that you're dark-skinned. I'm white. You have to help me. If you don't, I'll tell everybody what a racist you are for not helping a white woman. And I'm sure corporate would love to hear that. Now, I do want to note that 9-11 was still pretty fresh in everybody's minds in 2003, and I'm pretty sure she was referring to that. We're going in circles at this point, and I'm no longer listening to her because why should I? She then says something I'll never forget. The woman literally points a finger in my face, gets really close, and with the creepiest dead smile on her face, she says, If you don't help me, I'm gonna go to my car, I'm gonna grab my gun, and I'm gonna make you help me. You're lucky I don't have it on me right now, or you'd be in trouble. Okay, so she just threatened me, and I'm actually getting nervous at this point. I tell her, okay, I'm gonna go to the back, I'm gonna grab the ladder, ma'am, I'm gonna be right back. Now, I could have easily left the store, but I didn't want this crazy woman potentially harming some other innocent employee if her threats were true. I decide to go off and search for any employee right now. 
I end up finding one, and I ask him to call the real manager, and maybe get security, as this woman was completely Looney Tunes. About 5 minutes later, the supervisor and Walmart security comes. I explain to them that there's a woman who just threatened to go to her car and grab her gun if I don't help her grab this box from the top shelf. The supervisor on shifts wondering if she should actually help the crazy woman grab the box to allow her to leave calmly, or just get security to escort her out at this point. They figured helping her might be the best thing to do, just in case she was going to go through with the threats. But security mentioned that they didn't want to endanger any employees just in case she is crazy, and their best course of action was to call police and let security handle it at this point. So I lead them back to her, and as soon as she sees security, this woman goes ballistic. She's screaming that they'll never get her out of the store and that she'd rather die than let a brown-skinned idiot kick her out of Walmart. She then screams, Ugh, can't a white woman get some help from these effing immigrants anymore? If you don't help me, what good are you to the country? You don't belong in this country. Now this happened so quick, but security actually went to grab her arm at this point to escort her out, but she wasn't giving up the fight. She ended up slapping and clawing the security guard, who was then left with no choice but to throw her to the ground. People were crowding around watching the woman fight and squirm, screaming every racist thing she could, and screaming that she's got a gun in her car and that everybody's dead. It took two security guards to get this woman under control. Security ended up pulling her out of the store as police rolled up to arrest her. The whole time, she was screaming at the police that they're white and they shouldn't be arresting her. I had to stay and give a police report while the woman was handcuffed and put in the back of the police cruiser. The whole time she was in the back of the cruiser, she was screaming that she didn't mean the thing she said and that she was sorry and to just let her go home and it'll never happen again. She then starts screaming about leaving the stove on at home and that her house was going to burn down if she doesn't go home now. We all assumed that this woman had some sort of mental disorder going on. I don't know what happened to her after that and I'm assuming she got charged. Also, no idea if the cops ever searched her vehicle either, because I was told I could leave. And at the time, the officers were going inside to look at the store cameras. To this day, I do wonder what happened to her. She's gotta be in her 70s or even 80s by now. Guys, what a crazy, wild story. And like Opie said, that woman might have been suffering from some sort of mental disorder, and she might have not even had a weapon in her car. What a terrifying threat to make to a stranger though, and I'm glad nobody was harmed at the end. And Yash, if you're listening, thank you so much for the story submission, sir. So after that crazy story, guys, I gotta finish off with a more normal, I don't work here experience. Enjoy the wholesome story. So, some background. I recently got married to my dear husband last January. My husband and I work in Japan, and we're both expats, so we kept our wedding guest list short and limited our immediate family and close friends because our families would have to fly here just to attend. It's quite a big ask. My husband and I are also very introverted. We don't drink, we're not overly fond of parties, and we're both very close to our immediate families. So we thought, instead of having a bachelor or bachelorette party, why not host a dinner for our respective families? We both agreed, and our families liked the idea too. They wanted to spend some time with us on the last night before we were officially married. He and his father went to another restaurant, and me and mine to another. My family is composed of my parents, my brothers, my sister-in-laws, my aunts, and my uncles. So on to the scene. My family and I went to this Chinese restaurant at the hotel we're staying at. My family loves Chinese food, so we thought it was a great choice. We had a whole room reserved for our table, so we had some privacy. Because we were in a room, we had one head waitress, who was the liaison between our party and the waitstaff. She spoke Japanese, and I could also speak Japanese, but my family could not. So I sat at the end of the long table, so it was easier to talk to staff, because I did a lot of the translating back and forth between my family and her. 
If she asked a question, I would translate for my family and relay the answers to her in Japanese. If my family had a question, it was the same deal. When the third dish was served, she came to ask me a question about the fourth dish. She asked me, should we serve the fourth dish individually or should we let someone decide how much to put on their plate? I told her, individually, please, thank you. She then says, okay. And by the way, this party is for the wedding tomorrow, right? I tell her, yeah, we're all really excited. Everybody flew in from another country and it's been so stressful, but it's finally tomorrow. With that, the woman gestures to my brother and sister-in-law, who were coincidentally sitting in the center of the long table. And she asked, are they the lucky couple? They look so good together. I told her, oh, um, I'm the bride-to-be. She then went quiet for a full 20 seconds, and I felt so bad for her, so I laughed it off. I then say to her, oh, but I agree, they do look good together. They've been married for a good four years already. At this, she sighs, hopefully in relief, and says, I'm sorry, I thought you were the tour guide. I told her, oh, it's okay, don't worry about it. She then excused herself to take care of the fourth dish. My brother then asked me what that was about and if there was a problem. I told him, she thought you and your wife were the ones getting married tomorrow. He told me it's probably because I looked like the tour guide for the group. I responded, yeah, that's what she said. Do I really look like the tour guide? Brother says to me, I mean, everybody's paired off. You're the only one without a partner, and you're the only one who can speak Japanese. You've been talking to her about everybody's orders basically the whole night. We then told our family about the conversation, and everybody had a good laugh. I made sure I went to talk to the head waitress afterwards to make sure she was alright, and she was. I also made sure to talk to the manager to let him know that his staff was exemplary. We don't give tips in Japan, but I would have tipped her so much if I could. And there you have it guys, and I don't work your story without a raging Karen. One of the more normal I don't work your encounters. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, if you enjoyed the stories today, do remember to hit that thumbs up. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, a crazy Karen demands to touch Opie's hair and she calls 911 when she's denied. Check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.